Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Wittari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that's devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to our growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. Today, we're going to be taking another look at the reality of our need for one another. The need that we have as people, we're connected. You know, I was just recently reviewing that and realizing that there was just a few years back, it was a common thing for a person to get a letter in the mail, you know, right? I mean, not just a business letter, but a personal letter from somebody that would they'd take some time and they'd drop you a letter in the mail. And I get it right now. We have uh, just a variety of other means by which we send and receive information. And letter writing is like almost a an old, long-forgotten art, right? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I once just recently challenged my uh, one of my sisters. I said, you know, uh, her name is Ramona. I said, Mona, well, you write me a letter, man. <laughs> I was pandering for one. You know, I just, I said, it was whatever comes to your mind. Just write me a letter and drop me a letter in the mail. You know, I haven't received a letter like forever. And be nice to get a letter in the mail. And so, you know, I waited. It was, I don't know, a month or so had gone by. And one day I get this letter in the mail and it's from my sister Ramona. And you know what? It was absolutely refreshing to get a letter in the mail. And the reality of it was that she took some time out of her day. And it really touched me, man. It really touched me. It wasn't a big profound thing. I mean, there were some things that were personal that she shared in there, but there were also some things that she just wanted to know how I was doing. And that notion of receiving a letter and communicating that way was a way for us to have a point of connection. And now I owe her one. And it's been a while since you know we've talked, so I'm going to be sending her a letter in the mail. Now, we talk via you know via the telephone. We talk on the, you know on the internet. We talk a variety of different ways. But there's something about sending a letter. But also more than that, there's this reality that we need each other. We're connected. We're people that, as much as we as in, <clears throat> excuse me, as much as we as Americans are independent in the sense that. We like to be able to do things on our own. We take pride in the sense that we can manage things and take care of our own business. There's the reality that comes into play that we need one another. And to grow spiritually, 
is a growing understanding that we need one another and that we are connected to one another. That when you hurt, I hurt. When you're doing good, I'm doing good. When a person is going through a very difficult time, it's nice to know that we are connected because it can help carry that load. It was just recently I had received some information that just, I mean, it really hurt. You know, where you get communication that comes to you and you kind of know that there's some bad news coming your way, but you don't really know exactly how bad it is. Sometimes it's a medical thing. Sometimes it's a, a relational thing. You know, whatever. It's hard information. Well, I was kind of knowing that there was some tough stuff that was coming my way, but I didn't know to what degree it was going to, you know, unfold. And so I I got this news, man. It just, ah, it cut me off at my knees, man. It hurt so bad. And I didn't know what to do initially other than just, I just sat in my pain. I just sat there and I just was like stunned by it, just numb. And that whole shock and denial thing kind of going in my head like, nah, what? No. Really? Me? That happened to me? I mean, this is, no. And so it was that shock and denial cycle that was going on. And then that, that, that feeling of, oh boy, I'm headed, I'm going down, I'm going to the dumps. I'm headed to the dumps. I'm going to depression. And I could feel myself sliding, going down, 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 and it hit the pits. And once in the pits, it feels like you're going to stay there forever. That feel, that sinking feeling of just hurt, betrayal, aloneness, just really heavy-duty negative stuff, right? And I didn't really know exactly what I... I, I, I'll tell you what I wanted to do. I'll tell you exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to go out and I wanted to go and drink until I got drunk, smoked till I got just stoned, and then listened to music at the just as loud as I possibly could and just block everything else out and just that whole thing. That was going to that was that was that was what really sounded good to me. Get completely inebriated, stoned and listen to loud music <laughs> as if as if that's going to solve anything really right now what 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 is going to do was just ultimately it was going to exacerbate the problem more and i'm kind of like in the mafia with this whole spiritual thing in my relationship with god i know too much now right before i kind of was able to get by with not knowing i don't know maybe i didn't know or maybe i pretend like i didn't know i don't know i could get away with stuff it seemed like now, what I have, a, my heart, my knowing, my knower knows, I don't get away with things. So just going and tying one on was, it was going to be empty. And I knew that. And that was my, that was a problem area of my life for years. And, you know, I've done the thing. I've gone back. I have gone back at times. I've got like a dog going back to his vomit or a pig going back to the mud. You know, I've done that thing. Well, I didn't. Instead, what I did was I called a friend. And I just, I, I 
just let him know what was going on. And I knew him well enough that he was going to listen to me first and foremost. And then he was going to sit there with me. If he couldn't be there physically right there at the spot, he was going to sit there with me. Have him on the phone. He was going to sit there with me on the phone. He was just going to sit there with me for a while. And he did. And then he said that, you know, he was going to pray for me, and he did. And just by him listening, it helped. But what he did later helped even more. And behind the scenes, what he was doing was he was carrying my load. He was carrying my weight. He was helping me carry it. And it's interesting that we can do that for one another. We don't have to be in the same place with someone in order to carry or help carry their weight. That's really good news, man. That's part of the reason for this whole podcast. These things that we face on a daily basis, it's not as much, it's not so much that we get new revelation or new information or this great insight. I, I love those things. Granted, I love them and I'd love to find them, but sometimes it's a reminder of the things that we know. Or perhaps we're hearing it for the first time and it seems like, you know, I probably should, I kind of like, I should know that stuff, but well, just being there for somebody and helping carry that load can really make a big difference in the person's life. We need one another. Okay, and so a few days later, I get this text message from my friend, and he simply writes this down. He writes in a text. It's from the movie The Hunger Games. And it's a quote. And then the quote, it goes like this. It goes, it takes 10 times the effort to put yourself back together as it does to fall apart. <laughs> one one more time, man. It takes 10 times the effort to put yourself back together as it does to fall apart. Man. To put yourself back together after a difficult thing has happened requires effort. It just does. With or without God. Without God, I can't even imagine it. With God, it's as hard as it can be with God, without God, I that uh, I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't want to even think about it. Don't want to think about it. It takes ten times the effort to put yourself back together as it does to fall apart. And interesting, because Chris shared that with me, I felt. I felt. I felt that weight inside of me that would just crushing me. felt like it was crushing me. It was just overwhelmingly difficult. And by him saying that, he was there for me and helped me. Two things come into play. One is I reached out. Second, he was available. Being able to reach out and being available. 
sometimes we need to reach out as a person. We see someone's hurting, we can reach out and say, hey, you know, if there's ever anything I can do for you, just, you know, I just want to let you know I'm there for you. Or we're in a difficult spot and we know somebody that's in our life that could probably help. We reach out and say, hey, could you, could you kind of help me out here, man? I'm in a tough spot. And being available, being available to receive that kind of request is a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. And the reason I shared this thing about a letter was because most of the New Testament was written in the form of letters. Call them epistles, but they're really letters. And they would circulate these letters. They, meaning the early members of the church, would write letters, and they would circulate them amongst a variety of other fellowships throughout a given region. And that way they would communicate things, and there would be some key important items that were taken, uh, you know, into consideration, and then there were also some things that were just very, very practical notes of encouraging for, say, oh, just think of so-and-so, remember this person, that person. And it was a point of letting them know that, that they're being thought of. Well, in the book of James in the New Testament, the very last few paragraphs of the book of James are really pertinent to what we're talking about right here in the sense that we need each other and that we have a basis for us sharing our things together so that there can be a beneficial help that comes in the name of the Lord. In James chapter 5, beginning at verse 13, James goes like this. Excuse me. Is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. I got to stop right there, man. That's got to be one of the most rhetorical questions in the Bible. Is any one of you in trouble? Like, I mean, everybody. Is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man like, uh, just was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain, and the land on land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced the crops. My brothers, if one of you should wander from the truth, and someone should bring him back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of his ways will save him from death and cover over a multitude of sins. <laughs> that's powerful. And that's in a letter, right? That's in a letter. These words of encouragement reminding us that we need each other, reminding us some of the practical things that we can do 
if we find ourselves in difficult times, if you're sick, call for some of the people in your fellowship to come together and anoint you with oil. You say, why do that? Well, first of all, we have good instruction to do that. Secondly, there's a basis of a point of contact for that to take place. And say for Example, person is in a real difficult spot and they are being just tempted, man. And they're tempted to wander away and just do something stupid. I was that person. Tempted to wander away and do something stupid. Well, fortunately, I knew that I could reach out to people and they could help provide some good input. And as a result, not only was I helped, but uniquely enough, that person was helped as well. So, folks, bottom line, we need each other, and we can take our opportunities when we are in need to express our situation to another person, and we can be connected. And in that, re- <clears throat> excuse me, in that respect, we become stronger in the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, God, I thank you for the work of your spirit and for the work of your grace in our life through faith that you've given to us. God, thank you, thank you, thank you that you have sustained us through difficult times and that you're lifting us up so that we can be strong when someone else is weak and we can confess our weaknesses so that we can be strengthened by one another, by your spirit, Father. We thank you. And we pray these things, that they would flow through us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, folks. I want to thank you for tuning in today. And if you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, please give us uh, drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. That's lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase, lifearoundthefire. We would love to hear from you. In the meantime, God bless you. Have a good day.